Welcome, everyone, to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Botcher. Terrific. This episode, we are talking all about the Royal Bengal Tiger. I love tigers. They are amazing, and we have a lot to go over. This was honestly one of the most difficult episodes that I've had to put together, and I kind of knew it would be like that, uh, but there's a lot of rabbit holes to fall into. Hmm. I sometimes struggled in, like, what research and what research to do and how much I should talk about it, uh, this, like, each particular subject. Um, that, that's kind of why it took us a lot longer to get this episode out, but, uh, I still think there's going to be, there's still, still going to be a lot of cool things to go over and a lot of good information. And we're going to talk about tigers in the wild. We'll talk about conservation, uh, pop culture, and a, a bunch of things about man eating tigers. Ooh. Uh, tigers, one of the most iconic animals in the world for easily. So yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. And we hope everyone enjoyed our last episode, our 10th edition of Recent Animal Stories and Attacks. Those ones are always a lot of fun, so go back and check it out if you haven't. And, well, as always, we are joined in this studio by everybody's favorite cheetah, Colonel Cheetor. Hey guys, did you know that I used to have relatives in India? The last cheetah ever seen in India was in the 1950s. But they are now extinct. Wow. Oh, well. Hey, thank you for that good information, Cheetor. I've never seen his smart side before. Well, that was very good. Maybe we should have him doing that more often instead of insulting us the whole time. You know, you're not so bad. But uh, yes, the Asia there were there were um, Asiatic cheetahs in India, huh. uh, and they there still are Asiatic cheetahs. There's only about a hundred of them left. Wow! And all of them are in Iran. Huh? Interesting, huh? Hey, that's that's uh, the perfect name for a cheetah. Iran. Iran. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they're there. <laughs> that's such a stupid joke, but that was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, as always, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to us. Uh, it, we really appreciate it. It's awesome to know that you're out there. And if you enjoy the show, something you can do is go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you use. Give us a review. Give us five stars. Say just say something you like about the show. Say say whatever you want. Uh, the ratings and reviews really do help our podcast gain more attention, gain more listeners. It means more than you think. So please go ahead and do that for us. But Dave, what do you say we get going on the episode? There's Let's been a do lot it. to cover here. This is one of the longest, um, wrote almost 30 pages worth. Wow. Normal, a normal episode is around 20. This might be the biggest podcast. The, the might the be biggest the longest. Episode. Well, the Bengal tiger is the biggest tiger, isn't it? Well, not the Siberian tiger. Oh, dang it. <laughs> we'll go over all of those. <laughs> all right. So the Bengal tiger, or Panthera tigris tigris, and its Latin name, it is... One of nine subspecies of tigers that have existed. And today there are only five subspecies left in the wild. Three are extinct and one is extinct in the wild, but in captivity. Oh, which one's that one? I'll go over it. Oh, okay. Uh, The six still remaining are the Bengal tiger, which are kind of the most famous ones. Yeah. Followed by the Siberian tiger, which we have actually... uh, covered before we way back in episode 27 and that episode that episode had one of our favorite stories in there too remember the tale of revenge yeah Yeah, it was that was a really cool story too so go back and check that episode out if you haven't so then we have the indo-chinese tiger the malayan tiger and the sumatran tiger those Hmm. are the ones that are still around okay 
The extinct ones are the Javan tiger, Bali tiger, and the Caspian tiger. Huh. And all of them went extinct because of humans. What about and, the saber-toothed tiger? Uh, no, that does not count. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, And also the one that is extinct in the wild is the South China tiger. There are oh, still okay. some in captivity, though. Interesting. And all of the, the ones that went extinct were all because of us and because of humans, and they all happened in the mid-1900s, so not even very long ago. But yeah, the the Bengal tiger is kind of like, I'd say, the poster boy for tigers for the most part. And tigers are the largest of the big cats. Uh, it's been a while since we've gone over all the big cat species. So Dave, yeah. uh, here's your challenge. No, Can you name boy. all of the eight big cat species? No, jeez. I can't deal under pressure. Um, uh, We got cheetah. Okay. Uh, tiger. Um... A lion? Uh, you... Don't don't tell me jag, jaguar? Yeah. Leopard? Yeah. Uh, come on. Don't say anything. Well, one lives here. Uh, oh, puma or cougar, yeah. Yeah. It's six. Uh, Here's a hint. The other two end in leopard. Snow leopard? All right. Spotted leopard? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the spotted leopard. But it is a, a formation, I guess you could say. Oh, shoot. It's in the sky. Clouded leopard? Clouded leopard, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that was way harder than it should have been for you. You should know. know these by now. Dang it. But yes. So the tiger, lion, jaguar, leopard, and snow leopard are all under the panthera um, big cat umbrella. Okay. And uh, I am a self-proclaimed big cat expert. Uh, we all know this. Uh, there's zero merit to that, but I still <laughs> like to think I am. But the, let's go into the Bengal tiger. It is distributed mostly in India, and the majority live in protected tiger reserves nowadays, where the reserves are are uh, led. They're, they're kind of spotty throughout India, where all the reserves are. So are cheetahs. Okay. You and your spotted jokes. <laughs> All right. So remember, in, uh, there is a Jim Corbett National Park Tiger Reserve. The uh, reserves are pretty much like wildlife uh, sanctuaries or national parks. Okay. So populations are scattered and relegated to these t uh, these reserves mostly. Oh. I mean, the, they're not, they say they're national parks, but they're not like... They are here. That's totally. It's, it's, it's more for the animal, not so much. It's more, the, well, it's just more wild. Formation. As in, okay. like, well, I want. I'm saying that because there is a lot of poaching. Oh, okay. So it's hard to. Um, they don't have the in, like infrastructure we do on how to manage yeah. them. Yeah. So anyway, Bengal tigers are also found in Bangladesh in the mangrove forest of the Sundarbans. Hmm. Sundarbans. Uh, the Sundarbans is a really wild place. So there's a show on Netflix. It's called the 72 Most Dangerous Places to Live. Oh, really? And they have the 72 Most Dangerous Animals in yeah, Asia, Latin America, Australia. But they have yeah one. They also have the 72 cutest animals. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but th this one was the most dangerous places to live. And number one, the Sundarbans. Huh. It's constantly flooding. People are poor and lots of wild animals that kill people. It's just not a good place to live. Ugh. The Sundarbans are a, they're a mangrove forest, and part of it is in India, and part of it's in Bangladesh. 
It's a fresh water area, but there's tons of flooding that causes the water to be salty sometimes. Oh. Or a, a storm will come in. Uh-huh. And so sometimes it's salty, sometimes it's not. Oh. And it, yeah, and this area is very prone to cyclones, too. Jeez. Cyclones are just another name for hurricanes, in case anybody didn't know. But yeah, it's a crazy place. And get this, Dave. In the Sunderbans alone, there can be up to 50 give or take, people being killed by tigers a year. Wow. Around 50. And that is insane to think about. If anybody has thoughts to move to the Sunderbans, uh, my advice is don't. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have a sign posted um, this many days since last uh, Last tiger attack or last accident of any kind. Point five. (laughs) A few hours. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, the Sunderbans, we could actually do an episode just on the Sunderbans. We should. I've thought about doing episodes on like regions. We could do Sunderbans, oh, yeah, the Everglades. Oh, yeah. I don't know, somewhere else, I'm sure. Yeah. Could be a good one. Uh, <clears throat> Bengal tigers are also found, they're also found in Nepal and Bhutan around the Himalayas. Okay. And they live in several types of different habitats, depending where they are. It ranges from temperate forests, tropical dry forests, tropical evergreen forests, mangrove forests, and deciduous forests. Hmm. Pretty much uh, any kinds of forests. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and also rainforests and marshes and tall grass areas. And I should mention uh, right away that there are only around 2,500 wild Bengal tigers in the world. Oh, wow. A tiger census from 2016 says there are 103 in Bhutan, uh, 198 in Nepal, and then I got really conflicting numbers in Bangladesh. Some sources said up to four to 600, while others said only around 100. So huh. I was really confused in that, so I don't know exactly. Hmm. So that's Bangladesh, and then the majority of them live in India. Okay. Uh, yeah. So in that in that tiger census, there's two thousand two hundred twenty six in India. So where does that put them on the endangered list? I'll I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, they, they there could be more, but that's all the information I could find. Okay. There's there like I said, there's a lot of conflicting. Yeah. On different sources, yeah. but. Uh, so we know that the Siberian tiger is considered to be the largest tar- lar- largest tiger and largest cat wild cat in the world. Uh, but Bengal tigers are almost just as big. Like, it's super super close in size. Uh, they weigh, for males, typically range from 380 to 570. Wow. That's so big. It's a big mama. That's, it's not a mama. That was, that was the males. Oh, okay. Big. Just a big tiger, then. <laughs> just a big tiger. <laughs> 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 All right. Females are smaller and typically range from 220 and 350. That's a big mama. Yeah. Uh, ironically, some of the smallest tigers are in the Sunderbans, actually. Oh. They average like 100 pounds smaller than these Indian tigers. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and they're considered the Sunderbans tigers. They're considered to be the most dangerous tigers. Jeez, by far. And I'll Must go have the Napoleon complex because they're smaller. <laughs> uh, and I go, I go in more into that a little bit later. But huh. um, in the 1930s, a male tiger was shot, and it weighed 570. And then in 
1980 and 84, scientists captured and tagged two males that both weighed just shy of 600 pounds. So like 590-something. Wow. So that's, that's a big-ass tiger, dude. Yeah. The heaviest tiger was uh, disputably a male killed in 1967. It weighed 857 pounds. Oh, my goodness. And this was just after it ate a buffalo calf, like right oh, after. Is that why it's disputed? Yeah, that's well. And they said they they said it, uh, normally it would weigh closer to around seven twenty, but it was stupid. just eating is a ton of. They can eat tons of meat. Well, I'll get into that in a second too. Okay. But in length, this particular tire reached ten and a half feet. Wow! Think about that. That's longer. That's up to the. You could um, slam dunk. Yeah, well, in length too. Yeah. So that's what's amazing. Uh, that's a first. Oh, okay, no, that's not. I was gonna say that's a first down, but this isn't yards. Okay, <laughs> scratch <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, so this tiger's uh, specimen is actually on ex- exhibition in the mammals hall of the Smithsonian. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, that'd be. I'd, I'd like to go to that. Oh yeah, I'd love to go sure. there. But yeah, that's a huge tiger. Yeah. Tigers also have the largest and longest canine teeth among all cats from three to four inches. Mm, so think wow. about that going into your throat. Gee. They must have got it from their ancestor, the saber tooth tiger, right? I don't even think they're in the same <laughs> umbrella. I really don't think that they're in the same umbrella. They'll probably not, yeah. We'll go over say I just uh, like to say it. Saber tooth tigers some other time. <laughs> Yeah. You know what their proper name is? No. Smilodon. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's what scientists call them. Was it a perma-smile because their teeth were so big? Probably. Hmm. All right. So I'm pretty sure everyone on the planet knows what a tiger is and what they look like. So I, I don't really need to go over um, all of that. But interesting fact is that every tiger has their own pattern of stripes. Oh. Uh, this helps us. This actually helps us identify individuals. But yeah, the tiger stripes are like a, a fingerprint, you can say. Huh. Also, the stripes are part of the fur and part of the skin. Oh, interesting. So if you shaved a tiger, it's going to still have some stripes on oh, it. Oh, that's cool. I, I couldn't, I, I forgot, I never looked at a picture to try to find it. Makes you want to try it. I'm going to I'm going to make a call out to the LA Beast and see if he'll <laughs> The LA Beast, have you heard of him? He does crazy stuff. I have no idea what so that go is. Go shave a tiger so we can see what it looks like yeah. at the skin. But... <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh their orange yellow coats are perfect for camouflage too. You wouldn't think so, but they really are. Hmm. Is it because maybe some of them don't see in color? I have no idea what their vision is like. I I have no idea on that. Makes them look like Predator, you know? (laughs) I see absolutely nothing. (laughs) You're on one today. (laughs) I guess I am. (laughs) So now I've got a a whole section where I want to talk about white tigers. Okay. I thought that would be interesting. I'm sure everyone has seen a white tiger too. They're beautiful animals. Got one in Vegas. There's more. Yeah, there's more than one in Vegas. Oh, is there? Okay. And... While tigers are almost always Bengal tigers, pretty much always, I'm like 99% of uh, white tigers are Bengal tigers. There have been at least a batch of Siberian tigers being white. Okay. But other than that, they're all Bengal. Huh. Uh, So 
they carry a mutation in their genes that allows uh, some to come out white. Uh, very similar to how, I want to say it's similar to how jaguars and leopards can sometimes be black. Okay. And also, not all white tigers are striped. Some are stripedless. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I remember seeing them before. Huh. And for a white tiger to be born, both parents must carry the white gene, which only happens once. I, I saw 10,000, and then I saw 100,000 births. So, huh. it, very, very rare. Let's just say that. Okay. Then uh, there have been reports of white tigers in the wild from time to time. One source told me that in the last 100 years, only 12 have been seen in the wild. Hmm. The last known one was shot in 1958. Huh. So there are actually records of them in the wild, which I wasn't sure of, but my source was really good, so now I believe it. Okay. And I don't know, like, we don't know their ages or anything. Uh-huh. We do know, I do know that uh, white tiger cubs have been taken. Okay. But I don't know if any adults, I don't, I find it hard for them to survive in the wild. They're not properly colored, you know? Yeah. But most commonly, we attribute white tigers in captivity. Their unique look has made them popular in entertainment, like you have Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. They used a whole uh, whole lot, lot of uh, white tigers until one mauled Roy. Yeah. Uh, I think they still have. I think they still have them at the Mirage in Las Vegas. They'll still have, and they have an exhibit. I, I, I think they still do. That. I, I remember seeing that way back. Like, how long ago was that? Was, it was over ten years. It, ago. It's I've been a long time since I've. It's been years since I've been uh, down in that area as well. So I don't know if they're still there, but they used to be. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, we would always be like, "Dad, we got to go see the white tigers," and that was like one of the things that we'd always did there. Right on. Uh, but we'll cover the maybe the Siegfried and Roy story some other time. Okay. But yes, popular animals in zoos and exotic pets. Since the gene is so rare in the wild, there is a lot of selected breeding within zoos to breed more and more white tigers. But with that, there is also a lot of inbreeding. Hmm. Since the gene is so rare, and inbreeding creates many genetic defects, as we know. Some inbreds are prone to cross-eyed. They become oh, cross-eyed. A lot of them have kidney problems, shortened f- forelegs, crooked backbones, and lots of other genetic defects. Wow. Oh, another weird thing is white tigers react. This, yeah, all, all white tigers react strangely to anesthesia. Huh. Yeah. Uh, more than all the normal ones. Oh, weird. That is weird, huh? Yeah. And not all white tigers are inbred, but many are. And I don't know exactly how many are in captivity, but I'm sure there's hundreds of hmm. them around. Wow. Uh, researching white tigers was a lot more complicated than I originally thought, especially the genetics part. Like uh-huh. I was reading it. I was, <laughs> I'm not a scientist, so it was kind of difficult to understand that part of it. And some of it I still don't get. Huh. But uh, white tigers are uh, a part of pop culture They're big themselves, you know. They are portrayed in movies, TV, novels, and video games. There's there's a lot more on white tigers, but that's kind of what I have for you. Okay. I figured it'd be good information to have. Yeah. So in the wild, these tigers are mostly solitary. Mostly only together for mating or 
uh, a mother with the young. Both males and females have their own ranges. Males typically have larger ranges that incorporate several female ranges. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Each range has uh, what they need to prey on as water and shelter. And they use uh, scent marks to keep rivals away and will defend their territories aggressively if needed. Hmm. They mark their territory by spraying urine, making trails with poop and claw markings. And tigers can learn about, they actually can learn about each other through their sense. Uh, They can figure out um, who the individual is, if they've smelt it before. Uh, It can determine their sex, and if also if they're down to get it on. (laughs) They can figure all that out in their scent. Interesting. That's like a a palm reader or something, you know, just Mm -hmm. by sniffing their poop or something. Oh, this person loves to play cards. Oh, he's pretty smart. Looks like he's got a history degree. Isn't, is that the extent of what it's like? Yeah. yeah. Instead of reading cards, they got to smell shit, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then that's pretty funny. All right. So uh, a female will have one to four cubs at a time. I drink mother's milk for around three to six months, and then they start eating meat. They can. They then follow their mother to watch and learn how to hunt. Okay. Uh, they they fall, They stick with mother for about two to three years. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, that is a long time. And at around two to three years old, they slowly start to separate from their mother, becoming more independent until they eventually move out on their own. Huh. And then in their early twenties, they like to come back and live with their mom again because. Aww. Uh, they don't know what they're doing with their lives. <laughs> oh, wait, that's just me, huh? <laughs> nice. uh, millennial tigers. They come back home. Ma! Ma! The meatloaf! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm in my 30s, and I still don't know what I'm doing. All right. Um, young males move further away from uh, than females to not have any inbreeding so the mm-hmm. males got to move way out there uh, <clears throat> females sometimes move in a territory just right next to their mother but they also i watched this one documentary where a young female just kicked her mother out of this out of her territory oh, okay. so that can happen too uh now let's get to tiger and hunting and what they like to eat tigers are they're at the tippy Tippy top top of the uh, food chain. They are apex predators wherever they live. They are the top dogs okay. all, all, all in India. They hunt a large variety of animals. Almost anything is on the menu. There's large prey, small prey, anything. They'll eat monkeys, hares, porcupines. Did you say hares? Yeah, like rabbits. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> if you can catch a whole bull, why, why go after hares? Um, so they gotta be, so porcupines also, they gotta be really careful with porcupines though. Yeah. Uh, there's, I've all, I've, porcupines have been known to kill animals because they, they'll get stabbed and they'll get infected later on and they'll die. I watched one where a leopard got, was messing with a porcupine and Mm -hmm. it got stabbed. He had like five or six quills in it. Oh. 
Yeah, it's kind of, and well, one of these Jim Corbett stories involves a porcupine too. Oh, really? So That'll be maybe we'll cover that next yeah. week. Yeah, you, know, you think they wouldn't even want to try? Against yeah, the but they do. There's there's a way to proper way to do it. They got to flip them on their backs and get their bellies. Huh. But I, it, it doesn't seem worth it to yeah. go after a porcupine. After all the, they're like a big problem for uh, predators. All right, so they'll also hunt wild boar, several species, like lots of species of deer. Uh, water buffalo, they are even known to eat other predators like leopards, wolves, jackals, um, spotted hyena mm, that live wow. in India, uh, mugger crocodiles, uh, black bears, and sloth bears. They have the tippy top of the, of the food chain. You know what would be an interesting one to see? Hmm. Uh, Bengal tiger versus a full-grown gorilla. Ooh. That would be a good one. That would be interesting. Gorilla I'm versus sure the, tiger. I'm sure the gorilla would probably try to run, you know, climb a tree or something, run away. But I don't know because they're they're smart and they would be like, "Whoa, yeah, wait gr- a second, you know." But they think they could, they're not. I think they could take it if they. they get I don't know. That's a, enough, that's you know? a really good one. That's a that that's a good battle right there. I have yeah. no idea who would win. Uh, but I did. I watched a uh, video of a tiger fighting a sloth bear. A sloth bear. Uh, they are not something you want to mess with. They're they're vicious animals, huh. and the, their fight lasted 15 minutes. Wow! And ended when the tiger just kind of called it quits and left. Oh, really? But the it was a mama sloth bear defending her cubs. Ooh, how big was the sloth bear? They aired about 250 for a big one. Okay, I want I think so smaller than a tiger smaller than a tiger. Style. Yes, smaller than a tiger. Wow. We will do a sloth bear episode sometime. Okay. They're actually very dangerous and have killed people. There's one famous, the sloth bear of Mysore. Oh. It's an area in India. So we'll cover that story sometime. So I take it they're not slow. No, they're not slow. They're very fast. <laughs> why do they call it I don't know. Bear. I can't remember why. Huh. Well, there's a lot of animals that are named very poorly or that we've, yeah. we've found out. Yeah. All right, so tigers will even attack adult elephants and rhinos. Jeez. It's very rare, but it has been recorded. In 2011 and 2014, two instances were recorded of tigers killing adult elephants. That is insane. How would they do it? I have no idea. I don't know. Wow. Well, they are small. I guess the the Asian elephants are smaller. But they're still huge. They're oh. smaller than the African ones, but they're still a massive animal. Wow. Uh, one of them was in Jim Corbett National Park, and one was in Kazaringa National Park. Uh, this one was killed and eaten by several tigers at once. Wow. So tigers have been known to share meals once in a while with other tigers. This instance reminded me of when um, whale carcasses wash up and yeah. bears will share it. They're like, well, it's a huge feast. There's, I'm not going to be able to eat it all, so come on in, guys. So huh. tigers will occasionally do that. That's crazy. Oh, what? and let's let's not forget that tigers also, also occasionally feed on humans. Mm. Yeah. We'll go over that more later. But. Did you, do you remember that video with the um, – it's, it's a pretty popular one on YouTube – the, the guys are on elephants yeah, yeah, trying to hunt the thing. You can't even see it. Next thing you know, the Comes grass up, right in front jumps up on top of jumps the, up and whacks the, the guy. And gets the guy. One swipe and he and he runs off. I think he lost a couple fingers. Oh yeah, it was nuts. He's bleeding all over. It was yeah, crazy. That's, that was like one of the first viral videos, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they do feed on human on humans 
quite a bit. I'll talk about mm. that near the end. Um, when they hunt, in most cases, they attack their prey from the side or from behind. Uh, from as close as a distance as possible, and grabs the prey by the throat and, and kills it that way. That's pretty typical for yeah. most cats. They're not always successful when hunting, though only getting a kill maybe one out of every eight tries. Oh, okay. So their, their batting average isn't that good. One out of eight? That seems pretty good still for predators. Yeah, that's, that's on par Is it? for most predators. Okay. Uh, when they do get a large kill, they will gorge themselves, just like all the others. They can eat and consume up to 80 pounds in one sitting. Jeez. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, we've learned, yeah, that's pretty common for large predators huh. to gorge themselves. Because they go days, sometimes, they go days without eating sometimes. Wow. So when they finally do get, get some meat, it's, it's a buffet. Uh, so now I want to get into talking about some conservation and threats to the tigers. This is a, a huge undertaking. Um, let's go to our conservation scale real quick. A one to seven scale, one being extinct, seven being of least concern. Bengal tigers are at a four. Oh, that's the... Not, meaning endangered. That's what I thought it would be. They're endangered. Okay. And this is just the Bengal tiger. So the other subspecies are, are vulnerable. Okay. So they're at a three. And there really is a ton to talk about here. It's a complicated issue that I feel a bit underqualified to talk about in some respects. So I had to do a lot of condensing. We, uh, I want to cover everything, but uh, I'm not able to cover everything. But I, I do have some good information. First, let's go over some threats they face. Their uh, main threats are habitat loss and poaching. Mm. Poaching is a very big problem that tigers face because because they're such beautiful animals and people um, people love them. Uh, they really want their skins. Yeah. It, uh, it's not just their skins, though. Many body parts of the tiger are used in traditional Chinese medicine oh, okay. and sold in the black market. Gee. The illegal trade of tiger parts is actually a lucrative business. A pelt, a tiger pelt itself could be sold for over 10 grand. Wow. And that, like, I read something that said, uh, if somebody kills a tiger, they could, they sell the tiger, they earn like three or four years worth of wages. Wow. Um, in traditional Chinese medicine, nearly every body part has some sort of uh, medical use. Uh, I got a few examples. Let's go over a few. So tiger bones. They get grounded up and used for general weakness, headaches, stiffness, and pain. Huh. It's like an aspirin, you could say. Huh. Um, eyeballs. Used to treat epilepsy and malaria. Hmm. I don't know how. Uh, claws. It is used as a sedative for insomnia. Does this stuff really work? No. No. I, let me finish this and then we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. So the brain is used to treat pimples <laughs> and laziness. There's, they think it's a cure to eat tiger brains and cure laziness. Oh my goodness. That was the case. I'd be eating tiger brains every day. <laughs> I'd feed some to cake. <laughs> uh, their bile is used to treat convulsions associated with meningitis. Wow. <laughs> uh, teeth used to treat fevers. Tail is used to treat skin diseases. Uh, the penis. 
is used as an aphrodisiac in tiger soup. Oh my goodness. What the hell, right? Jeez. Um, whiskers used to treat toothaches. Feces used to treat hemorrhoids <laughs> and cure alcoholism. Oh, I thought it was for clairvoyance or something. <laughs> Yeah, to treat hemorrhoids and cure alcoholism. Jeez, that is so weird. Is, does that make any sense? No. Like, really? Even if any of these are actually work, which I highly doubt it, we have modern medicine that actually does work, you know? <laughs> uh, tiger parts are even sold on the streets in animal markets. Oh, does that ring a bell? How do they sell them in animal markets if it's illegal? Well, they just hide it. Oh. And they're like, hey, you want some uh, tiger parts there, buddy? <laughs> some tiger penis for your tiger soup? Jeez. Well, they, they can just do it that way, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, so the these some of these animal markets, you know, the one in China, which started the coronavirus. Did it really? Yeah, they think oh. it um, some had something to do with a civet. Remember, we, we've, civets are kind of like, they're like cat-dog animals. We've talked oh, about them before. okay. Um, they're yeah, they kind of look like large weasels. Oh, interesting. They're really weird, but they think it came from. Uh, I've heard a bat. Um, a, I can't remember the how you pronounce it. A pelagon. It's kind of like an arm, armadillo looking thing. Interesting. And then uh, civet. So it could be any of those, but yeah. So I don't know about these markets. Wow. Uh, do not use traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, not only is it, I think it's bullshit for the most part, but it's, it's a big reason why these amazing animals are being killed Yeah, for this. Wow. Uh, poach your eggs, not animals. <laughs> uh, a lot of people will believe in it too. Even Westerners are, mm. are buying into that, you know. Uh, one source said 10 million Americans believe in it. Wow. Yeah. They're probably the same people who are anti-vax and flat earth people. I don't know. They could be the people that are just tired of paying uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for their health care. Uh, well, well, tiger sounds cheap import, at 10000 To now. import tiger parts, how how much is that going to cost? I, I don't know. But some of this I think of, I, stuff I think of it crazy. as like the, 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 the wealthy people. Like, yeah, probably that's probably what I'm doing. Because they're the only ones that can afford it or yeah. think about it. Yeah. Anyway, don't do it. Don't buy into it. And then, so we're talking about poaching still. Uh, between 1994 and 2009, the Wildlife Protection Society of India has documented 893 cases of tigers being killed in India, oh. which is probably just a fraction of the actual poaching and trade that's happened in these years. But yes, poaching is a huge problem that tigers and other animals face in India. Uh, so another big issue is habitat loss. Uh, India's India's population has skyrocketed in the last century, more than anywhere else. The current population of India is over 1.3 billion. They are currently in second overall behind China, who has 1.4 billion. So India is projected to pass China within the next few years and be the most wow. populous country. And then on top of that, uh, Bangladesh is a very small country, right? Uh -huh. It's like the eighth most populated country in the world. Wow. And it's in a tiny uh, f f flooded area all the time. So, Gee. And you know, just think of this. Um, with the population, the, oh, well, we have a lifespan of 80, say 80 as an average, sure. 85, 90, whatever it is. But 
and you you end up having kids in your 20s. Just think though, every what would it be? Every I think it's every 60 years, 60 or 80 years, the population doubles. So think of where been. you're going to put three million people in India. How do you fit them in? Three billion. Three billion, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, how would you fit them in if 1.5 billion takes up as much space as it does now? That's a good question. Yeah. So that's the the issue. Because since the population has skyrocketed like that, then where are they going to fit? Tigers and people, you know? That's the big issue. they got to have room for tigers. And lots of... um, so yeah, lots of people, tons of infrastructure being built, uh, which means loss of habitat. At the beginning of the 1900s, there were estimated to be around 100,000 tigers in the wild. Think about now. Think about what we have now, around 2,500. That is nuts. That's a and then think 800 and something are being poached. You know, yeah, in India alone being poached, and so yeah, like 97 percent. Has been That's what's so surprising that it's only on a four on the scale, you know. I would have thought it'd yeah, be lower. I don't know how the scale works exactly, but that's yeah. So obviously we can't change that; it's already happened. Um, I will say though that there are many organizations doing their best to keep tigers alive in the wild. There are a lot. I'm not going to go over them all because I I read a ton about this and it was just a little overwhelming. I'm not going to put it okay. everything in the episode. But uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has one. Oh, really? He, he does a lot of that conservation. Huh. Called Save Tigers Now. And I remember in one of the things I read that uh, Vladimir Putin was like Leonardo. He's a good man. Nice. <laughs> Um, the WWF, not the uh, World Wrestling Federation, or, oh, okay. or WWE <laughs> now, um, the World Wildlife Foundation has put in serious effort to help tigers. Speaking of WWE, we went to Raw uh, last week. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it, Dave? Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> sure was. Yeah, it was cool. Um, in 2010, there was a global tiger summit where all nations that have tigers came together and made a plan to help tigers. Uh, Vladimir Putin was, uh, he actually played a big role in in this. So, Hey, give him credit for this, for something. At least helping tigers. That's about, that's all about all I have to give him credit for. (laughs) But uh, their goal is to double the amount of tigers in the wild by 2022. And there have been some successes in raising numbers in some areas. They also created international tiger day which was created to raise awareness for tiger conservation. Tiger Day is on July 29th. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so remember, put that on your calendar. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I'm going to go... That's all I really wanted to do for um, conservation part. It's a huge rabbit hole, and I just didn't have enough time uh, to do it all and put it all in the episode. We could cover it at another time, but uh, it was a lot of research for that. So let's get into something else. Let's talk about human-tiger conflict. Okay. Since humans are expanding territory and entering tiger populations, there's been a lot of conflict between the two. They pose a big threat by preying on livestock and sometimes people. This leads to run-ins with tigers. There was a video that just came out last week of, it looked like hundreds of people in a village um, yelling and shouting and chasing a tiger to try to scare the tiger away, or if they could, kill it. Maybe uh, the tiger like was running away, but then it attacked one guy. Ooh. It knocks him to the ground and lays on top of him and holds him there. 
then it gets up and runs away. The man was able to get up and with minor injuries. Oh, that's <laughs> he just good. he got speared by a tiger. Oh wow. But there are there are many videos that I've seen like this that you can check them out on YouTube, but huh. it happens. Um sometimes villagers in uh villagers in, uh in a tiger kills livestock uh if it, if a tiger Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes villagers will have to kill a tiger if um, it kills their livestock. Hmm. Uh, they'll have they will poison the tiger. How interesting! Yeah, in some areas, tigers kill up to twelve percent of livestock. Wow. That does that does a number yeah. on on your livestock and your money coming yeah. in. Uh, I believe the farmer. So I I couldn't figure this out exactly. I believe the farmers are compensated if this happens if a tiger oh, kills it. Um, at least sometimes, but it's a huge ordeal to try to get compensated for it, like paperwork, tons of it. Uh, so most people just don't do it because uh, it's a huge hassle to try to get compensated for it. Um, families, however, are um, for sure compensated if a loved one is killed by a tiger. So if mm. a human, they'll get some kind of compensation for it. Huh. And from everything I researched and read, there doesn't really seem to be a proper solution to this problem. Yeah. I, there's just not. Some believe they should only kill problem tigers. Some believe no tigers should be killed no matter what. Uh, this is a it's a huge issue for India. This is it's a big one that they may not be equipped for. Uh, I don't have an answer to the problem. We have, we have listeners in India. Maybe if they want to let yeah, us know something be, about it, that'd be yeah. cool. But the the human animal is it's not just tigers. It's all animals. Uh, he, uh, elephants kill a lot of people there. India probably has the most animal human conflict in the world. I would say. Yeah. And they they got it's just a big problem uh, for the animals and the people. Yeah. But in the in the end, you know. The people, humans are going to win. So we're, it's just a big issue. And I yeah. just, I don't have, I don't have a solution for it. I don't know if there is a solution for it. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to say. Cause we'll say, oh, we need to one way or the other. It's just a problem. Yeah. This... We're naturally conflicting. Yep. It really is. And the more we, both of us populate, that's just, it's going to. Yeah. It's a big issue. And uh, yeah. I, I don't have an answer. So yeah. anyway. Well, that was, that was some heavy stuff, right? Yeah. Huh. Uh, let's now transition. Let's go over some random facts. This is a segment where I either couldn't find a place for information or I found late in my research and decided to jot it down. Okay. Uh, Bengal tigers live about 10 to 13 years in the wild on average. Okay. Which is kind of on par with other big cats. Tigers are mostly diurnal, so most active during dusk and dawn. Tigers have a, they have this white spot on the back of their ears that look like eyes from behind. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I, I've never really noticed it before. But yeah. they, it, then once you notice it, you can't look away from it. Huh. It's interesting. Uh, tigers can get up to around 40 miles per hour in quick, short bursts. Wow. I mean, that's pretty quick. But... So it can outrun a T-Rex. <laughs> I don't know. They, they, the T-Rex probably has longer strides. So No, I think they said in Jurassic Park it would go. They clocked it at 35 miles an hour. And this one can go 40. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I'll have to remember that for Jurassic, Jurassic for the new obviously. Jurassic World. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they had a in the new Jurassic World. They had that lion, or the, the last Jurassic World. They had the lion at the zoo, with uh, roaring at the T Rex. You I don't remember that. No, they did. Yeah. The, oh man. A lion and a T Rex were roaring at each other. Oh, all right. It, at the very end. Maybe they'll become buddies and yeah. hang out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right, but uh, unlike most uh, cats, tigers love to swim, and they are very good at it. They uh, they may just go in to cool down, or they actually do hunt in the water as well. Mm. The only other big cat that likes the water are jaguars. Okay. So those are the two big, only two big cats that really like the water. Okay. And they are excellent jumpers. They can get up to a 13-foot vertical jump. Wow. That is ridiculous. Gee, yeah. Um, something they're not good at, though, is climbing trees. Oh, interesting. Uh, they can do it a little bit, but they're just too big, okay. and they're just not very good at it. There are several reports of people climbing trees to escape from a tiger. Uh, just don't do that with a leopard. So a leopard <laughs> will climb that and get up to you in an in a instant. All right, and then, of course, you can mate a tiger and a lion to get a liger. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was hoping you were going to talk about my favorite animal. Uh, that's when a male lion and female tiger mate. Uh, but when you get a male tiger and a female lion, it's called a tigon. Interesting. There are only, they are obviously only in captivity. And I, I don't think there are any tigons alive to my knowledge in the world. Okay. <laughs> there are ligers though. Uh, the largest was a li- I don't know if it's still alive either. It might be. It was a liger named Hercules that weighed 922 pounds. Wow. And um, I also read something that, uh, well, this Hercules was in the Guinness Book of World Records, but it didn't count obese ty- obese uh, ligers. Oh. There was obese. There was an obese liger like 1,100 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, I was thinking maybe we could do a hybrid animal episode sometime. That'd be interesting. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Could yeah. try that. Do you know? Do are they really? Do they really have a place for them in Idaho? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I think there's like a little thing there for them, kind of like a bear world, but they got yeah, a liger. I think I'm not positive. Huh. We can go see it. It's only a couple hours drive, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Special episode. Um, have you ever heard the saying? There are more tigers here. In the U.S. than in the wild, like in private zoos. Oh, have you ever heard that before? Uh-uh. Well, this is actually probably true. Wow. We don't have an exact number, but there are a lot. So now, tigers in captivity is another big uh, thing to talk about. Another big rabbit hole that we will have to go deeper on another time. Okay. Because it was really interesting. There's a really good documentary on Amazon called "The American Tiger," which is good if anyone wants to check it out. Um, it t- goes over all about, all about tigers and if it's good ethical to have them in these some of these zoos. Oh, okay. And it, I, I was kind of split between the two. I was like, well, I can see the good and the bad. So yeah, you can check it out and make your own opinion on it. And I also want to cover the uh, Zanesville massacre. Ooh, I heard of that one. It's a well, it's a story that I've been wanting to cover sometime. We'll, we'll cover that story and talk about private zoos okay. in an episode in the future. All right. But yeah, the Zanesville massacre was like 2011. Some guy had a private zoo and he let all the animals out, and police oh. had to kill 
like 40 different animals, like 12 tigers, bears, light, um, lions, lots of things. So we'll cover that story sometime. Okay. So Dave, now I want to go over our tigers in pop culture segment. Okay. And there is a lot to say the least. Tigers are so iconic that they are all over pop culture. First, the tiger has deep roots in the Hindi culture, as you would expect, and all of India, really. Tigers are known to represent royalty, majesty, fearlessness, strength, and ferocity. And spiritually, tigers are considered advanced beings. Hmm. The god Shakti is the uh, primordial cosmic energy and represents the dynamic forces in the universe. And in images and sculptures, she is shown riding a tiger. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more in uh, the, the Hindi culture aspect, but that's all. That's all I could find real quick. And uh, Shakti, that's also a Jedi in Star Wars. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and then, so um, Admiral Akbar was also an Indian leader at one point. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Or well, I don't know if he was an admiral, but he went by Akbar. There was a oh. yeah, there was a leader in, in India named Akbar. Oh, okay. I can't remember what time period, but oh, okay. I don't think it was a couple hundred years ago, I think. Oh. His name was Akbar. So a lot of Star Wars came from the Hindi. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh tigers are represented in several coins and currencies throughout India and like there's some in Pakistan, Bangladesh, lots of places. Oh. The uh German tank from World War II, the Tiger Tank, uh was named after the Bengal Tiger. It actually um I forgot I didn't write it down, but the German name for it literally translates to uh, Bengal Tiger. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, there's lots of schools and universities are named the Tigers or the Bengals even. I bet everyone growing up knows at least one school named the Tigers, uh, even like all around small towns all over America, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, a few notable ones um, are Auburn University, Clemson University, Trinity University, University of Memphis, Buffalo State, Louisiana State, University of Missouri, and even Idaho State University up in Pocatello, oh. about two and a half hours from here. I thought theirs would be Liger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't recommend anybody go there. It's a dump. Pocatello, have you been there? Yeah. yeah it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even Dave. If Dave says it sucks, what, then what it must it, like suck. Like 15... 15... Was it 15, 20 years ago? All they had was like a Wendy's or something. Yeah. Or they had a Jack in a Box. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, I remember going on a baseball trip to Pocatello, to a baseball tournament when I was younger, in May, and we got snowed out in May. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, many sports teams are named the Tigers or the Bengals. The Indian National Football Team is named the Blue Tigers. That's not soccer, obviously. Interesting. The Bangladesh Cricket League is uh, has a tiger logo, and somebody goes by the Tigers or something there. Uh, the Richmond Tigers Australian football team. Then in America, we have the Cincinnati Bengals uh, football team in the NFL. They have never won a Super Bowl, <laughs> but were in it twice in 81 and 88 and lost both of them to the 49ers. Hmm. And they have not been good since. 
<laughs> they haven't won a playoff game since 1990. Oh, wow. <laughs> which is the uh, longest active drought in the NFL. <laughs> so they're one of the worst teams. They're wow. one of the few teams to never win a championship. Uh, then we have the Detroit Tigers, the Major League Baseball team. Team has been around since 1901. Wow. One of the, one of the uh, very first teams to uh, be associated. Huh. They have only won four World Series out of 11 times being there. Hmm. Eh, it's not very good. No. They won in 35, 45, 68, and 84. So it's been a long time for since they've yeah. won, too. All right. And the Bengal Tiger has been portrayed in many, many uh, t- uh, TV shows, films, uh, books, uh, lots of things like that. And several lots of characters are um, after Bengal tigers. Yeah. Uh, there's too many to go over, but so I'll go over some of the bigger ones. Uh, a Bengal tiger was one of the leads in the... It was first a novel, then a movie, uh, Life of Pi. Uh-huh. Did you ever see that? Yeah. I, me- I, it's, uh, I remember seeing it. It was been a long time, but I, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, the tiger is named Richard Parker. You oh, remember that? I don't remember the name, no. Yeah, the boy called him Richard Parker the oh. whole time. And he's lost at sea. The tiger's lost at sea with a young boy. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it was pretty good. Yeah. It was from 2012. Then one of the most famous tiger characters is, of course, Shere Khan mm. from The Jungle Book. Uh, I can think of four Jungle Book movies. There's the cartoon uh-huh. from the 60s, I think. Uh, the, then there was a live action one in the nineties, which I remember liking a lot. And then the 2016 live action one where, uh, Shere Khan is voiced by Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Did you see, you saw that one too? Yeah. That one was pretty good. Yeah. There's another recent live action film from 2018 called Mowgli Legend of the Jungle. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, you definitely should. Is um, it good? Yeah. Shere oh. Khan is voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a good movie, and it's on Netflix. Oh, I'll so check it out. Uh, yeah, I, I I recommend it. It's a little bit darker. Is it? Okay. It's a bit darker. That's all right. But um, I remember I thought it was pretty cool. Oh. There's a Jungle Book movie, black and white one too. Was there? Yeah, I remember my grandma showed it to me. I don't know if they had the tiger in it though. Yeah. I remember him riding on an elephant though. Mm-hmm. It's been too long. I was young. Also, there's just been there's hundreds of tiger documentaries out there too. Yeah. I've watched I watched several of them for this. Oh, did you? I watch them on my free time. Nice. However, I I do admit that sometimes docu like animal nature documentaries they make me fall asleep. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. But, it must be the soothing voice. Yeah, this of Brit- David Attenborough. <laughs> Is he the British guy? Yeah. Yeah. The tiger leaps upon its prey. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, um, um, uh, the Hangover. Oh yeah, the Hangover, the yeah. Hangover. Well, Mike, yeah, Mike Tyson. Because Mike Tyson had it. So Mike he, Tyson. we could talk about him have owning uh, private animals. Yeah, yeah. So that that could be a good episode sometime. Yeah. All right, and I recently just found this next film, which I haven't seen but watch clips of on YouTube. It's a 2010 movie called Burning Bright. So a young woman, I think they're in Florida. Her and her autistic brother are trapped inside. Uh, their home during a hurricane with they're trapped inside their home with a tiger that escaped from a circus or something. Interesting. Yeah. And there's like another aspect where the dad 
left the tiger there on purpose. I don't know. Huh. I haven't seen it, but it looked interesting. And it reminded me of, um, what's that alligator show that came out last year? Oh, Crawl? Is that the Crawl. One? So, yeah, just put dangerous animals mixed with, mix them with hurricanes, and uh. it's scarier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad went off to MetLife to collect the insurance on us already. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's lots of other films, but those are the ones, the kind of the main characters. But of course, we you can't go without mentioning the mascot for Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Oh, yeah. Tony the Tiger. They're great. I knew you were going to add. I knew it. Right? I was, when I wrote was writing this script, I'm like, he's going to say it right there. I couldn't help it. <laughs> uh, Tony has been around since 1952. Wow. And easily one of the most famous tiger characters around. Yeah. It was iconic. Yeah, it definitely was. Can you think of any other movies with a ti- uh, tiger? I mean, there's lots. Man, nothing's coming to my head. There's but... this really bad Indian movie where a tiger, a, it's a white tiger, and then these guys go, I don't know if it was a comedy or if it was just intentionally, if it was intentionally bad or it was just <laughs> terrible. But I remember this. I think it, there had to be some parody in there or something because uh. it was so terrible. And like this really buff uh, beefcake Indian guy is huge and he doesn't wear a shirt the entire time. And at one point, the tiger jumps at him and he grabs the tiger by its legs and spins it around and throws <laughs> the tiger about 12 feet. It was, oh, I, I watched part of it. It was just on a YouTube clip. Nice. but uh, I could just picture the editing on that. Cut. Now give him the Toys R Us big tiger. Now go. Like, yeah. I think that whole movie is available on YouTube as well. Is it? Yeah. I can't, I'll, I'll put a link in the description okay. below in case anybody wants to check, check it out. part of it out. It's so silly and it's bad. But there are some good looking women on there. I'll say that. <laughs> I can't think of any other Matt, you tiger, you. <laughs> I can't think of any other films, can you? Yeah, nothing's coming to mind. All right. Well, uh, so that is the Bengal tiger, tiger in pop culture. Like I said, I'm sure we missed some, but yeah. those are the main ones. And before we wrap up, I want to go over a little bit more on man-eating tigers. Okay. Tigers are awesome and should be protected. We love tigers. They're so cool. But uh, sometimes tigers can be scary monsters. Well, gee, yeah. Tigers have killed more people than any other predatory mammal on the world. Wow. The most comprehensive study of deaths due to tiger attacks estimates that at least 373,000 people died due to tiger attacks between 1800 and 2009. Wow. It's a little over 200 years. Let me, I'll say that again. 373,000 people. Wow. And that's, that, that is all tigers, not just Bengal tigers, but that is an insane amount of yeah. people. Uh, I, that's I, a small city. That's a, well, pretty good sized city. Yeah, that is a good sized city. That's all of Wyoming, pretty much. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more than Wyoming. Gee. Uh, there are around... Yeah. There are around 100 tiger attacks each year. Most attacks happen in tiger habitat, so not human habitat. Mm-hmm. They don't uh, as often go into human like like cities. Yeah, like leopards, they go into cities. Okay, yeah. But tigers don't. Okay. I mean, they can, but they don't. They'll, they'll go into some villages, but not very often. Um, and most uh, attacks happen during the daytime, which actually makes sense because humans are more active then. Yeah. 
Some attacks are territorial and some are predatory. So they don't always eat people. So it could be, you know, just like a bear attack, you know, you just accidentally run into one and yeah. it kills you. But most man-eating tigers become this way due to some type of handicap that keeps them from hunting their normal prey. Uh, some could be old, have missing or broken teeth, or some kind of injury like that. Humans are pretty easy prey for a tiger. If you, I mean, we're slow yeah. and easy to kill. There have been recorded man-eaters without handicaps, though. <laughs> Uh, since they attack from behind, people who trek, uh, uh, people from the village who trek out into the forest, they will wear masks on the back of their heads oh, to try to okay. confuse the tigers. But I I read something that said the tigers are figuring this out and not caring anymore. Oh. Also, during times oh, of <laughs> during times of war or famine, where lots of people die. Tigers have been known to scavenge on the dead bodies and mm. maybe uh, giving them a liking to human flesh. No. And like I said earlier, the Sundarbans is the most dangerous place for tiger attacks and the most dangerous place in the world. Yeah. Uh, now let's go. Oh, and I also want to say I I read this uh, something on the story. I didn't write the whole story down, but there's a. A, a recorded story of a tiger attacking people on a boat, <laughs> like like five people on a boat, right? So a, ti a tiger swimming in, in a big river, goes in, grabs one, takes it back out, kills the guy, goes back in, grabs a second one. Oh my goodness! Second guy, and they're try they're beating it with paddles this whole time. It's not Jeez. even phasing this tiger. Goes back again, killed three of the five people. Oh my goodness! Like, why would a tiger do that? I don't know. That's insane. Wow. Another question. Why would they just sit there waiting for it well, to come Well, where else are they going to swim away? They can't Yeah, swim they're in a boat, aren't they? They don't they're know. They're in a boat. Yeah, but away. it's not motorized. You paddle away, right? How'd you get there with Tiger, the boat? Tigers can swim really good, dude. Faster than you can paddle? I don't know. I don't know how it all went down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it happened, apparently. Oh, Isn't that crazy, wow. though? Yeah. Yeah, they, they have been known to attack people on boats uh, in the river. All right, so now let's go over a few notable man-eating tigers. Of course, we have the Champawat tigress um, that we covered back in episode 21. Still one of our favorite stories. Yeah. Uh, might be the favorite overall, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, so this tiger killed more people than any other single animal in recorded history. Dave, do you remember how many? So over 400, wasn't it? 436 confirmed kills. Wow. Isn't that that's just so crazy. Yeah. And it was then killed by our man Jim Corbett. So go back and listen to that episode if you have. That's still one of our highest hit episodes and it's one of my favorites yeah. for sure. So definitely check that one out if you haven't. Then we have the Chowgar Tigers, a mom and daughter pair that killed 64 people. Uh, we also covered this story. This was a really good one, too. Yeah. We covered this in episode 44. Jim Corbett also killed them as well. Um, and if you haven't heard that one, go go check it out, too. It's a really yeah. good story. Uh, there's the Mohan Maneater, 
which may be the one we cover next week. Oh, okay. So, well, I'm not going to give anything out about it. All right. It might be. I haven't fully committed to it. but Just I, do it, Matt. Just do I it. I think it is. Let's do that one. Uh, then we have the Tiger of Sigur. It was a male tiger that killed at least five people in the early 50s. Huh. This tiger was killed by another famous hunter named Kenneth Anderson. Uh, he has a lot of good stories, and we'll probably do a whole episode on him, too. Okay. Uh, he's he's another Jim Corbett style. He's, right. he's the one who killed the um, the sloth bear I talked about, the Mysore. Oh, okay. He killed that, so we'll definitely cover him All right. and his stories another time. The uh, Talk Maneater, who only killed four, but uh, didn't, and this was also Jim Corbett's last hunt for a man-eater. Oh. And we'll cover that one again another time, so. Okay. Um, now, okay, this is a, this is a word. Tiger of Mundachipulam. No chance. Oh. No chance of getting that one. It's a big, long uh, Hindi name. I can't remember. Oh. Uh, anyway, this one killed seven people in the 50s, also killed by Kenneth Anderson. Uh, the man-eater of Baimas Qatar supposedly killed over 100 people. Wow. Also killed by Kenneth Anderson. Huh. So he's got some stories, too. Just like Jim Corbett. Yeah. Uh, another one. Uh, Tara, the man-eater from the 70s. She was raised in captivity and released in the wild. She killed 24 people. Wow. <laughs> I, that, that was a new story. I've never heard of this tiger until this re- research. Oh. That's a good one. We're definitely going to have to talk yeah. about her more. Because that's a cool. She was treated bad or something. I don't know. Or she associated humans with food because she was being fed by them. Huh. There's not on the Wikipedia page. There wasn't, there was just a paragraph. So I'm going to have to dig deeper into finding okay. more about that. Uh, then we have the Tigress of Moradabad. And it killed seven people in near Jim Corbett National Park in 2014. Ooh, that's recent. This tiger reportedly stopped killing people and was never tracked down. Huh. So. Interesting. Um, then we have T1 Tiger, who killed 13 people from 2016 to 2018. Do you, does this ring a bell? No. Well, we covered this story. We, we covered this story in a bonus episode way back before we, right before we did Jim Corbett's. Huh. Right before episode 20. You don't remember it? No. Well, you will, because this is the one where they used the Calvin Klein obsession cologne to lure the tiger in. Uh, They meant to capture this one, but they ended up having to kill it. And I, I read that a zoo was using this this exact type of cologne to like reward tigers and jaguars <laughs> or something. Uh, nice. And also this comes from the smell is, is it has a civet as well. Oh, interesting. So, and they big cats. It's like catnip for them. They love it. Huh. And so that goes to say, uh, do not use Calvin Klein obsession. <laughs> if you plan on going into the woods, you will attract big cats <laughs> And probably die. I'm going to try it on my cat. See what it does. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, don't go wearing that in, uh, <laughs> out in nature, I guess. That sounds like a parody in the making. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I, that'd be fun. I, if we hear like sometime uh, like an animal attack happens. Well, he was wearing this obsession cologne and then this 
uh, cougar killed him or something that like that. Funny. <laughs> that Matt, funny. you and I, let's go to the forest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or if someone you really don't like, just give them a... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going to go... This is anti, anti-tiger spray. <laughs> They're going camping here. Take some of this. You want to smell good? <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, those are some notable man-eating tigers. And Dave, that is going to wrap up the episode. Okay. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed learning about these amazing big cats. I've always loved tigers. And I really hope that they never go extinct. Yeah. I know there are many things that we didn't get a chance to go like a deep dive into. But uh, yeah, I did the best I could for this one. And next episode, Dave, is going to be another Jim Corbett story. I'm Jim Corbett, mother... Right. Uh, uh, another story from his book. We we love Jim Corbett stories, yeah. and I'm sure this will be another harrowing adventure about um, him hunting a man-eating tiger. Ooh. So look forward to that. It'll be next episode. Okay. Um, no shout-outs to give this week, Dave, but if anybody wants a shout-out and help us out, what can they do? Go to iTunes, up a podcast, wherever you listen to, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, say something you like. You know, it really helps us out. It helps us gain more attention. You know, that's just what it does. And you can also, if you want to become a more awesome member, you know, tiger, tiger-sized member, <laughs> you can donate with PayPal or Venmo. Very good. Very good. Um, yes, you can donate. You can find us uh, by our email on PayPal, forceofnaturepod at gmail.com. Or on Venmo, my personal account, Matthew-Hamilton-51. And all that info is on the description below. And to all the listeners, feel free to contact us if you ever want to. Tell us a cool animal-related story of you or someone you know. Or if you want to suggest an episode idea or just want to ask a question, say hi, please feel free. You can email us or message us on Facebook. Also, help us grow by recommending us to family and friends. Tell them we are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Well, we're on all the platforms we need to be. Uh, Dave, I, I don't have anything else. Do you? No, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, how about you, Colonel Cheetor? Oh, guys, I can't wait for Jim Corbett to come back next week. You two dipshits better make it good. Oh, well, yeah. Oh. I guess he well. lost his intelligence speech already. <laughs> yes, Jim Corbett is coming back, Cheetor, and it will be a good show. Oh, yeah. This is Force of Nature Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends. Be a part of building us up. Join the Force of Nature community, and we will see you next week. Bye.